2: Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail.
3: Hey, everybody. Welcome. Welcome. I would love to welcome you. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive 5, and we've got a great show, great show for all of you today. I hope you had a great holiday, everyone. I know that uh, this is one of the best holiday seasons I've had ever. Mr. Benny, love to connect with you. How was your holiday?
2: It was good. It was uh, a little quiet, a lot of driving, but that was totally worth it, and uh, yeah, I think everyone got every everything what they needed and wanted, and <sighs> That's basically uh, sums it up with a big sigh.
3: Big stuff, right? And yeah. so you know how you know what kind of food did we eat that we absolutely think, oh, why did I eat that?
2: Yeah, traditional for us, still, you know, did a little bit of ham here. Uh, actually, it was still kind of a rollover from Thanksgiving, so uh,
4: it was great all around. Really, really I did.
3: know. And do I dare say, go Seahawks? Oh man, you don't even <clears> want <throat> to go
4: there. Woo, that was an amazing oh. day yesterday.
3: Yeah, it was. I mean, they had me worried for a little bit no, there. No, Pat, Pat. I was Pat, just a Pat, little worried. Come
2: on, Pat. Why? They've been doing it all year long. <laughs> I know. Their second half is usually just like a, I a strong arm. So I, I had nothing to worry about.
3: I know. Totally get it. Well, we got a great show. You know, one of the things I love is, you know, I love to to connect with people that, you know, have taken their message out into the world to create a level of empowerment for each of us. And that's what, I know you get to listen to shows like this 24-7 pretty much, and and I've been really blessed with being able to, you know, connect with people um, that are, are willing to share in one of the most vulnerable ways they can. And that's by being gut-wrench, gut-wrenchingly honest with their stories and their journey. And then for many of us, we then get to take a look at our own lives and ask ourselves the question what else is possible. So today, uh Benny, we're going to jump in and have a conversation, you know, uh, and I'm thrilled about this. A conversation about your hidden riches. Your hidden riches. What does that mean? I mean, you know, first of all, it is really, really an important conversation to have with people that have taken the journey. You know, with people that understand what happens on, on a regular basis when things show up in our lives? You know, what can we create, whether it be magical relationships, whether it be about our bodies, whether it's about creating wealth, or simply um, just making those those bonds with our family and our friends even richer. So this book is, for me, you know, this book is about what we can do when we step into the rituals of our lives that are conscious, that are intentional, and that create the lives or help us create the lives we truly want. So today I get to talk, you know, with someone that knows a little bit about this, I would say. Uh, Janet Bray Atwood joining me here today. You know, one of the co-authors of, the, of, well, not just this book, but also the New York Times bestseller, The Passion Text. And, you know, this is for many of us being able to step into the life that we truly desire, but more importantly, what does it mean to do that? How do we do that? How do we create these ideas in our lives and then bring them to the forefront? You know, for many of you, you've probably heard of the work that Janet's doing as well as Chris Atwood, but for the most part, you're probably still scratching your head saying, how am I going to make this coming year the best? year of our lives. So today, hopefully, as we talk about your hidden riches, something will be sparked inside of you that will unleash, as they say, the power of ritual to create a life of meaning and purpose. Janet, welcome to the show. It's great to have you here.
5: It's so great. And, you know, it's wonderful to just listen to you because you've obviously done your homework. (laughs) And and, um, I, I really appreciate that. So thank you.
3: Well, you know what Benny knows this. I love reading. I I love reading what gets in front of me. And you know, here's what I love. I love being a student, and that is truly what I am and how I see myself in the world. Um, You know, many people have asked me. You know, now in my, you know, we're now in our eleventh year doing this. They've asked me, who did I study with, and you know, how did I, how did I learn how to, to ask the questions? And Janet, you know this better than anybody. I am so curious, and I really am wanting to learn. Do you believe we are ready, um, as a society, we are ready to take that next step to truly unleash the power within us?
5: Yeah, you know, I I do, and that's why Chris and I, um, Chris Atwood, who's the co-author of The Passion Test, decided to write um, Your Hidden Riches, because we, you know, from, well, for myself, I'll speak just for me, you know, I've been traveling um, consistently for the last three years all over the world, and, um, you know, and I've I've seen that people are really looking and searching for ways that their life can be made better, and, um, you know, with with so many things going on. What is it? A third of the people in the United States are obese, are obese. You know, yeah. one in four women are on antidepressants. Yeah. Um, the third cause of suicide for teens, I mean, third cause of death for teens is teen suicide. So, yeah. you know, people are like, what is going on, right? I was sitting yeah. at the Christmas table the other day with a bunch of my friends, and, you know, we were all talking about how we don't read the news anymore.
3: Yeah, You know, I, I mean, either. like, we'll go
5: on it, we'll find out what's happening real fast, and then it's like an in-out, because it's so intense out in the world. And because of that, you know, to everything, and you know this, Pat, um, there's a flip side to it. Yes. And the good of this is, and this is what I, where one of my rituals, you know, okay, where's the good, is that... The, with everything being so intense, there's so many things going on on the planet that aren't, you know, you know, aren't a positive experience. You know, people are going deeper and they're searching within themselves and they're reaching out and they're looking for ways to make their life more meaningful um, better? You know, how, how do we bring our family together? How do, I, how do I create those wonderful relationships with friends? How do I get over my concepts that are causing me to separate myself from not only the people that I love, but the people that I don't know? And, um, you know, so what I'm experiencing is that the world is becoming a lot more loving. <laughs> yes. and that's because they're 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 like you you know they're they're licking they're searching they're their students and um their students more than ever before so thank you for being you you know no mistake that your show is doing so well no mistake at all because you know with with an attitude like yours of you know okay i want to learn i, I want to learn i want to know what's out there i want to you know reach out i want to find out so that i can share And, um, you know, pass it on like, you know, congratulations for you. That's all I want to say. Thank
3: you. Thank you. And, you know, what I what I'm so really struck by in reading the book is, you know, I love the questions you ask in the book. One of them, you know, one of them has to do with struggle. And I think this would be a really good place to talk about that. You know, you ask the question. Uh, you know, why do so many people, I'm paraphrasing, of course, why are we struggling? Why do so many people struggle? And, you know, I did a talk not too long ago, Janet, and I will tell you this. When I did this talk, oh, I think it was two years ago, I had Googled the word stuck or stuckness. And I think at the time there were like 7.9 million pages. When I Googled it again two years later, it was clearly something more like, 500 million pages are something ridiculous. Um, And, you know, it was the same thing that I put in the same words. But there is a sense of struggle. And, And what concerns me, and I would love to hear you talk about this, is what concerns me is that struggle has now become the new norm. And boy, I don't know about you, but I didn't sign up for that. What do you think?
5: Yeah, I agree with you 100%. And, you know, my take on this is, and it all it 's been my take for a long time now is that each and every one of us has a unique life design and 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 we have hidden riches within us and by tapping into our unique life design and knowing who we are and what makes us tick and what do we love, and then really attuning ourselves to that yeah. and moving in the direction of those things that have greater meaning for us, um, we, you know, we are more aligned with our unique life design. And when we're out of that unique life design, that's where the struggle is. You know, life is like a river and most people spin it crashing up against the rocks and, you know, getting caught in the branches and the brambles on the edge of the river. And, you know, you hear it. Life is hard. Just like yeah. you said. You know, yeah. people struggle and strain and, and feel like life isn't worth living oftentimes. But this is just a way, this struggle and unhappiness is just a way that life you know, the the benevolence of the universe, you know this, Doctor Pat, yeah. is Fabulous. And the benevolence of the universe is that everything is always good. And the good in this one is, is that you get your little butt kicked when you're out of alignment with your yeah. unique design of your life. And what rituals do is they allow an individual to steer the boat of their life back into the middle of the river where life flows and life is easy and it becomes this great adventure. Well, I mean,
3: this is really part of really the conversation as we, you know, we're moving into uh, what some people that, you know, that absolutely that I listen to or that I read about or, you know, I'm kind of like you. I'm not going to turn on the news. I mean, you know, I don't know why I would turn on the news. I try to stay, you know, on top of what's going on locally. But there's a reason for not getting plugged into that because there's an addictive nature That I think that we have, and I'll speak for myself, that it would be so easy to be distracted from my greater good and from doing good things in the world. It would be so easy to be distracted. And I don't know about you, but I'm feeling like at this point in my life, I do not have time for distractions. You know, I just don't. Well,
5: and I feel exactly the same because, you know, I mean, who does? I mean, think about it, because what do distractions do? They're, again, just what I said You know, they get you off track, right? When you're off track, how does life feel? It, it sucks You know, I mean, like you're spending all this time Doing, uh, you know, things that have lesser meaning to you So yep. what's the point? And this is why I love rituals Because rituals, um, you know, are tools That allow each and every one of us To realign ourselves, you know to, and, and to actually change the neural pathways A lot of us have created these neural pathways in our brain, you know, like life doesn't work, life sucks, um, and we attract all of that stuff to us. And so what I love about rituals, and we're, we're talking about rituals, you, you, you said it in the very beginning, yeah. we're not talking about religious habits or superstitions, we're talking about conscious, intentional practices that you choose to make habitual because they improve your life. They make your life better, they make things very real and they keep yeah. you in alignment with, you know, what you choose to create. And I, I like to use this really neat quote from um this man named Marishi Yogi, who said, Do the job, see the job and stay out of the misery. And that's what rituals allow each and every one of us to do. Well you know,
3: let's talk about this because I, I wanna I, I wanna kinda demystify the term ritual if we could. Uh, many people say, that I, uh, you know, okay, so let me give you an example. And just to give you an example, so I was out with my friends for the holidays a little bit. I, I have Uh-oh. the greatest friends. I hang out uh, with them. And so, Janet, one of the things that I want to say about this is that here I am. Uh, I, I'm out there in the world, and all of a sudden I mention, why don't we do a ritual for the new year, right? Mm-hmm. Why don't we do Why don't we do something to bring in the New Year? Because my understanding is that this is going to be our best year ever. That's the way I feel about it. That's the energy of it. Uh, You know how fast you can clear a room sometimes when you start to talk about doing a ritual around the New Year? And, you know, it's it's not that people don't want to do it. It's that I don't think we understand it. So I want to ask you let's talk about what ritual is and what it isn't, because I don't know about your life, but I have rituals I do on a regular basis every day of my life. I might not stop and say, oh, Janet, by the way, I'm going to stop now and do this ritual. So can we talk about what the meaning is, especially in the context of what you've written in this book?
5: Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Um, So let's talk, you know, I mean, I just said, you know a little bit of it you know when yep. we're talking about rituals, we're not talking about religious practices, mm-hmm. although those are really great. we're not talking about superstition or habits um, we're talking about conscious intentional practices and you know a habit you know when when, when I'm talking about habits usually I'm usually saying. That's my bad habit, right? Mm-hmm. That's my oh, yeah. habit I do, and that's not what we're talking about. You know, I had the same experience um, when I was thinking about doing the, this book on rituals. Yes. I went and Googled ritual, right, yes. And um, on YouTube, and I was like, holy mama. You know, I mean, it was <laughs> just this dark, satanic stuff. And so people, this is not what we're talking about. We're just talking about conscious, intentional practices, being really conscious and and setting intention, setting intention on what you choose to create. And when you do that and make these habitual, they improve your life. And so the key of the rituals that we're talking about is they make your life better. And those elements of making your life better are they have personal meaning to you, there's something you enjoy doing over and over again. In other words, they're repeatable. And, you know, you can easily do that. You know, it's yeah. like it's like I look forward to it. It's fun. So let me give you an example. Yeah. Um, what's a fun thing? Okay, you know who Simon Cowell is, right? Yeah, Brent, yeah. He's got talent, American Idol. Simon, every single day, and I love this when we were doing our research, we found out about him. You know, every day he climbs a tree. Every single day, Simon Cowell go climbs a tree, and I thought, go figure. And, you know, it's one of the reasons we say rituals are the unspoken secret of the world's most successful people, because most of them don't talk about this, right, because they consider them to be, you know, personal. But it doesn't matter if rituals are meaningful for someone else, or they seem silly or stupid. It matters that they have meaning for you. And so so think about someone like Simon Cowell. Right. You know, let me ask you, do you think this guy is kind of busy in his life? And yeah he, are, a lot. Yeah, a lot. And that, you know, there's probably lots of people putting demands on his time and people putting lots of pressure on him. And then um, there's probably, and, you know, from my experience of what I do, and I, I'm all tad successful about what how he is, you know, there's probably a ton of people putting lots of pressure on him. So, you know, it's probably not um, very often that he can let go and um, exercise and feel like a kid. So, you know, does it make sense to you that someone who is overly busy dealing with tons of stuff with a lot of pressure be a really cool day to start your day like a kid, get some fresh air and just climb a tree, yeah, or yeah, you know, yeah, this is yeah, I know, I love that, you know so Chris atwood chris is now, and now here's here's a very interesting thing that I don't know uh-huh. if you know. Chris Atwood is my ex-husband, my mm-hmm. best friend, my business partner. And we haven't been married for 17 years. He's remarried to this really beautiful German woman named Doris. They've been married for about 10 years now. And they have – he's a father of a six-year-old, a three-year-old, and a six-month-old. And um, I'm the godmother to all their children. Wow. Wow. the way that happened, because you said, you know, okay, we want to get real and get down. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. The way that happened actually is a really cool story because Chris and I were writing the passion test together. I had, you know, written the ebook to the passion test, and then I thought, and Chris and I had not been married. This was 2005. we have been divorced for many years. and um, But I thought, I need someone who's really got a left brain. I'm really right brain creative, and I thought, Chris could do it. So I called him up because we've always been friends. Even after divorce, and I said, "Hey, Chris," I said, "I, you know, I'm, I'm writing this book. Do you want to come and do it with me?" And he said, "Yeah." And while we were writing this book together, we, um, we, I got this big, old, huge, gigantic house in Marin County, California. There was an apartment downstairs for him. That my house was on the top of his apartment, and uh, we get together to write the book and and just hang out, and he went online, he took the passion test, this process to help you get clear on what you choose to create in your life and got clear on the kind of woman he wanted to attract and he attracts Doris, who happens to be at the time living in Switzerland. Dor- okay, so fast forward a year later, Doris flies to California to be with Chris and who they had had a long-term relationship now for about a year online and, um, and he'd met her once. At her parents' house in Germany, and he introduces her to me, and she about like, "What the heck? Who is this? You know, <laughs> and why is this? Why is this person here? This this mm. this is not okay." Ex-wives don't hang out with, you know, husbands. Right. She'd been prepared. The reality of me there was the other, you know, was a whole different reality. But what we did, Pat, was was a ritual that yeah. Chris and I had had previously been practicing the ritual of doing this process called The Work to Undo Our Limiting Beliefs, these concepts Mm -hmm. that create separation. And eventually, Doris started doing this ritual as well. And now she's the one who's asked me to be the godmother to her children. And I could never have kids. So now I've got these incredible kids in my life anytime I want because they're always calling me, Hey, Janny, come to Germany, be with us, hang out. So oftentimes I go and spend holidays with them. And this is why I love rituals because for all of us, you know, who doesn't need different practices, um, conscious practices that they, you know, make habitual so that they can improve their life and create more love? What I always say is the world is as you are, and so if you want to live in a benevolent, loving world, all you have to do is do your inner work, you know, and that's what Chris has done with his rituals, Doris has done with her rituals, and I did with my rituals, and what it created was this beautiful experience. I'm like, you know... Last year, I went to see her. Her mother gave me one of her rings that her mother had given her. And this is what I've got in my life, you know, just by doing what I've done to, you know, to make my life better. Yeah. And, and it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty amazing. Well, you
3: know, this is really kind of part of a conversation where... You know, I, and, and, and let's talk about this when we come back from break. Um, I see in my life, and I, I didn't really realize it until I read your book, um, I think what I started to look at is how rituals, at least the way that um, I've been using them and now that I will use them, become a bridge, um, and a bridge to whatever that is I'm trying to achieve. And you talk about some of the things that are really, really important, you know, in preparing for this. Uh, and also you share some amazing examples from other people about what what rituals look like. I think this is such a really important book right now because I, I, I know that the listeners are listening to the show and they're thinking, you know, how do I create the life that I truly desire? You know, mm-hmm. it, is it going to be, Janet, like the 1%? In, you know that the people you have come on the show, Pat, or you know you, or is it going to be me? Can I truly have the life I desire? When we come back, we're going to talk with Janet. We're going to give you some information about how you all can find out more. But we're going to talk about some of the rituals that are going to help you open up a portal of abundance, that place where anything is possible. Thanks to Janet that was joining me here today. Anything, you hear what I'm saying? Anything is possible. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the show.
4: Would you like to be a question with anything that comes up in your body or mind? Would you like to become totally aware and begin to function as the conscious being you truly are? Join Access Certified Facilitator Glenna Rice every month for a live teleclass where you can ask all of your questions and learn to create change in any aspect of your life. Visit GlennaRice.com today to learn more and don't miss the next call. Join the questionable conversation today at GlennaRice.com.
0: Step into more inner and outer leadership in all facets of your life. This means being the CEO of your own destiny. Imagine a life of what you say goes. Lynn Brown, the host of Winning at the Game of Life, is going to help you activate the power in being present, owning your space, and harnessing all of your energy during her full day workshop. Own your leadership, own your life. Get ready to own your body, your relationships, your work, and your life. Lynn and co-facilitator Wendy Wolf have teamed up for a body and spirit experience that will transform you forever. Every person will receive two 20-minute sessions of body or aura work, amazing content, and a full one-hour healing session with Lynn or Wendy. Lunch is included. Space is limited. Sign up early and get an additional 20-minute session included. To register or for more information, contact Lynn at ruintuit.com or call 844 bintuit Workshop is January 31st, 930 a.m. to 430 p.m. in downtown Bellevue.
2: this is a great show. This is so good. May even have to skip the next break, you know, because how many of you listening to this show, how many of you would love to be able to tap in to your hidden riches? Not next year, not 20 years from now, you know, not when you get 65 and you collect your pension or whatever you're going to do. Not when your next birthday comes, but how would you like to learn about how this works now? This is why I love having Janet joining me here today. You know, one of the co-authors of Your Hidden Riches. Now listen to this. Unleashing the Power of Ritual to Create a Life of Meaning and Purpose. I love this. And many of you have hear, heard me talk about the fact that, you know, I spent some time back in the 90s out in the desert with a woman that literally one of the first founders of How to Use Ceremonial Circles. And that was my introduction to using this power of ritual to open up a portal for you to create Anything in your life. Now, Janet, thank you for joining. Before we hop into this, please tell folks the best way to find out more about you, more about the book, how to get their copy of the book and anything and everything else you've got going on.
5: Oh, you are so sweet. Thank you so much. So they can go to yourhiddenriches.com, and um, they can also go to um, www.thepassiontest.com, and that takes them to everything. Because the passion test is, you know, was the very beginning. It's a process for those of you that don't know how to create, uh, how to get clear on what it is you choose to create in your life to add more clarity, so that you can draw those things to you. So thank you for that.
2: Oh, any time. I mean, you know, uh, we're on a mission. We're on a mission coming into this year. And, you know, this is part, part of what I wanted to talk with you about. When I read your book and I've um, I, I read, the, you know, I read this book and, and have gone through it. And what I love to do is I like to read a book and look back at my life and say, did I actually do any of this? I mean, was there any method to the madness that I now call my life and love? And, you know, as I go back and I think about, wait a minute. Was it really a fluke that we created our own radio network, the Transformation Network, and now we're creating Transformation.fm? I mean, was it a fluke or was it a collection of people that came together in some way, the way we're calling ritual and the doors open? See, Janet, that's what I want to believe. That's what I want to believe. Because if I believe that, as I believe the things that you've written in your book, then isn't it possible I can create whatever it is I want? Well, I think so.
5: I mean, (laughs) I love how you always ask these questions, isn't it? Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. You know, you can – because the universe, number one, doesn't play tricks, and it's not a mistake that you love what you love. And therefore, you know – that's the hint you know is for each and every one of us to tap into and that's why i i want to direct everyone to the passion test which is actually dr pat a ritual it's a ritual of getting clear and you know we tell everybody okay take the passion test at the beginning of the year so you can get clear on what is it that you want to create in your life because that's what the passion test does it helps you to find the things that Um, have meaning for you and keep your attention on those things.
2: Well, this is really part of the conversation I want to have with you around this because sometimes we forget that even when we're focusing on things and we do this, this is why I like that. We started out saying, you know what? We don't watch the news anymore, but how much of negative press goes on in our own minds about our lives, about what we can have, what we can have, about comparing ourselves to others, about, you know, the pathway of what I like to call the pathway of giving up. And so when you talk about your hidden riches, how does or how do, you know, the, 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 the process of rituals, how does this help us uncover, you know, remove the veil from what is inside of us that truly can provide the lives we want?
5: Oh, I love, well, that's such a great question. You know, rituals are, are, they're so great because, you know, when we do them regularly, they're, you know, then we create this empowered response. For instance, an example taking deep breaths um, three times whenever you're afraid, it acts like a pattern interrupt. And rituals are a way of repatterning. And the repetition involved in rituals is the way of changing those patterns. And those patterns result from the way our brain gets structured. And those neural pathways become neural highways as we are growing up. And it's often really difficult to change those, you know, those neural highways. And what rituals do, they're a way of repatterning and changing those patterns that don't serve us by ritualizing our responses and ritualizing the way we choose to appear. You know, this is why I love rituals. You know, um, they're a way of, you know, being able to really power our awareness with intention of what we choose to create. And, you know, uh, you know what's so great is that mm-hmm. the beauty and grace is that we can use rituals, you know, at any time of the day to, um, yeah. to empower and re-empower ourselves. And, uh, you know, in our, in our book, we talk about everyday rituals, and then we talk about ceremonial rituals. For instance, you know, I have an everyday ritual. I get, uh, I have a, actually a number of rituals, and my my whole life, as as I see it, is become one big old ritual. But, you know, one of my first rituals of the day is is that when I'm in the shower, I start to think as the water is going down me, what do I love and appreciate? You know, mm-hmm. what am I thankful for this day? And what that does is it gets me in the habit of noticing what is good in my life. And as you said, you know, so many people put their attention on what they don't want to create. You know, you're either, um, you're either creating the life you don't want to create or creating the life you do want to create by the thoughts that you choose to entertain in your life. And, you know, uh, Dr. Pat, one of my friends is Marcy Scheimoff. Yeah, I think you might be aware of her. She wrote yes. um, the New York Times best-selling um, "Chicken Soup for the Soul" women's books, yep. and she wrote "Happy for No Reason," a New York Times yep. bestseller. And Marcy said that you know, fifty percent of happiness is genetic, and ten percent is environmental, but forty percent we have control over. Yep. So you know what what we recommend in the passion, and excuse me, in your hidden riches, is that people like, don't like go, okay, I'm going to change my whole life. I'm going to get a ton of rituals into my life, but just find one ritual that you want to do on a regular basis. And it could be as simple as something like Ben Franklin. I love what he did every day. He started his day by saying, what good will I create today? Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, the question that he asks himself is, what good did I do today? And, you know, it obviously worked for him. And there's this uh, performance psychologist, Jim Lorick, who helps multinational uh, companies and Olympians connect with their life force energy. And they create breakthroughs over, you know, crippling challenges and achieving unusual success, all with the help of conscious, intentional rituals. And um, there was an article in May of 2013, Scientific American article, where where these authors noted that personal rituals... um, In other words, symbolic behaviors that we perform before or during or after a meaningful event, you know, they're all over um, culture and time. And what they noted, what I thought this was so important, is that rituals appear to benefit people who claim not to believe rituals work. So you don't have to take Dr. Pat or my advice, but if your life is not working for you, then you want to to choose some ritual that you do on a regular basis. You be your own test tube baby and see for yourself, you know, if rituals work, you know, or not. You know, Leighton Barnes, the British World Cup, soccer um player you know he separates his ordinary life from his regular life uh by when he goes out on the playing field now there's thousands of people you know in the stands right millions on tv and so how he gets into that zone is and how he what helps him stay focused is he ties and unties his shoes. and <laughs> He does this every time. Lady Gaga. She had um, low self-esteem when she was young. Yeah. So her coach that we've created in our life of looking at what isn't good, what isn't working. And, you know, you treat others how you treat yourself. So the good news is all you have to do is turn it back on you. You know, in other words, take a look at where are you in your life? What's not working and mm-hmm. create a ritual around that. So, maybe you're overweight. You read um Dr. Pat in our in, yeah. in the in our book Hidden Riches how um the Daniel plan. We talked about the Daniel plan how Dr. Dan Daniel Amen went to Saddleback Church. Rick Warren um who is the Is the minister there. And he, you know, during the Sunday that he went, they had all these donuts out. And uh, (laughs) Dr. Amon, Amon was like, oh my God, what's this? You know, this is like terrible. Like, what are you doing? You're poisoning everybody. And he noticed that everybody was like way overweight. So, you know, a ritual might be if, you know, you're feeding your you know your body, things that aren't working for you, and you're not the, the physical person that you want to be, is to you know create a ritual like they did at Saddleback Church by, um, you know like okay let's let's start changing our habit with what we eat, you know let's make a ritual of eating good, of eating organic, of not eating GMO, and then the neat thing about why the Daniel Plan worked because they lost. I think it was something like two hundred and fifty thousand pounds total yeah. you know yeah. in their in their church was that they they got together in groups and they supported each other. And you know there's a saying that we have in our program's team together everyone achieves miracles mm-hmm. and you know, make it a ritual of hanging out with people that are your cheering squad. Yeah. Because a lot of times, you know, I, and I looked at my life in the past, and they had to just say, you know, some of these friends are not my, my cheering squad. Okay. They're not intentioning my greatness to come out. Is this really of service to me to hang out with, with these people, you know, because, uh, you know, it's not making me feel real good. And when I'm a, when I'm with them and I leave, you know, I notice that I'm not as loving and kind to others. So, you know, there there are all these different things that we can do. We can look at the different areas of our life and create just some some ritual yeah. to um make it better. That's what rituals yeah. do.
2: <laughs> well, you know, one of the things I was really struck by, well, first of all, I was really struck by, you know, the people that you selected in terms of quotes. Uh, In the book and the stories that you told one of them, well, I found really interesting, especially when you got to the section on the art of creating wealth through ritual. Um, And you started to talk about Mary Kay. Fascinating, fascinating, right? You know, we start to talk about, you, you know, the people in our lives, the people that we look for. And one of the things that you shared was one of the quotes from her. And and, and and there are many. If anybody knows who Mary Kay is, you certainly know the Mary Kay line of products. But one of the things she always believed from day one was that, you know, every person in life is significantly important. And, you know, the quote that you pulled was, pretend that every single person you meet has a sign around their neck that says, Make me feel important. Not only will you succeed in sales, you will succeed in life. That was a very telling quote to select under the section of wealth. And I had to ask you, out of all of the things you could have picked, you know, (laughs) why that one? Because I totally, I totally believe that that is true. And at the same time, I know that it is so hard for some people, right, So hard for some people that are in scarcity mentality to look at others and have them feel important. And I want to talk with you about what you've discovered in ritual for people to open up that gateway of wealth consciousness.
5: God, you are good. I love this question.
2: (laughs) That's a great quote. I mean, you know, picking that for this section was very important to me in reading it because that's really what we practice here. But I never connected the dots to wealth.
5: Well, okay, so I I love this question so much. You know, Chris Atwood and I created um, many years back a program called Alliance Secrets, and it was all about creating enlightened alliances, And what that means is when two people come together to give maximum, both receive maximum. Mm -hmm. And we realized that all of our success, we could talk about how to get money, but what we realized was all of our success had to do with relationships and our different relationships. And, you know, the saying that I always say is, the world is as you are and back to that taking care of number one, which is you, and getting that relationship straight with you, because we don't exist in isolation. You know, we we don't. You know, it used to be that, that you know, we would say, God, I really don't like that person. This happened not too long ago on a tour that I was on. I had these mm-hmm. two women go at each other, and uh, this one said, you know, like, I, I'm, I'm not, look, she went up to her and she said, I don't want to know you. I don't like you, and that's it. And then, and I was stunned. I was standing there, and I couldn't believe it. And I, and I thought about it for a minute. I brought everybody together, and I said, "Excuse me, now, you know that kind of work that you didn't have to like everybody um, in the days when we all believed and thought that." You know we were separate from each other but now that science has found out that you know we don't exist in isolation that each and every one of us are connected it's not okay not to not to love the other because when you're not loving the other who you're not really loving is you so you you know use the tools do the work and I got to tell you, the light went on with everybody by the end of the tour. These two are sitting in the back of the bus, and they looked at me, and they said, Janet, and they they have their arms around each other. And, you know, for for Chris Atwood and I, every single thing that we, any type of success that we had, had to do with relationships. And that's why we talked about, um, you know, Mary Kay, and and that's why we used her quote, because we absolutely 100% agreed that when people feel, you know, when people feel like they matter, you know, that's a basic need. And they want more of that. And when you don't connect with others, then others aren't going to connect with you. I, I think it's pretty simple. You know, who do you want to hang out with? Who do you want to do business with? I want to do business with people who are excited who are passionate and who care about what you know what's important to me as well as what's important to them
2: well you know part of this too is is what you say in the book is really understanding and checking in on what your belief system is you know what are your core beliefs and values you know if you think that you have to struggle in this life you know there's a saying that i learned uh, when i was an athlete that i've since let go of and i'm so glad you mentioned letting go I mean, it clearly is a time to really let go. I was listening to someone do a talk yesterday, and what he was saying is, you know what? This is the time where you've got to just cut things off that are not serving your higher consciousness and vision of life. And he went on to say, not just, you know, like the donut that you're not going to eat, but look at your life full circle and look at the people in it. And I think those are some of the things that, you know, are hard to do. However, rituals and the way you talk about them in relationships could be an enormous help to people. And I'd love for you to talk about that. Because if wealth is about relationships and we don't really have a tool, right? Or we don't really have a way for that rite of passage to happen, whether that's attracting or deleting, right? Right. Um,
5: Absolutely. You know, one of the rituals that I've been using for um, over 40 years mm -hmm. is um, transcendental meditation. Uh And, um, you know, what I found is that when I meditate twice a day, it connects me to self. And when I'm connected to self, when I come out of my meditation, I'm connected to others. When I'm not connected to me, my relationships are off. So, you know, why is it that people are now, you know, so many people are going to meditation? Why are so many people now going to yoga? You know, why are so many people um, running to, you know, all of these um, self-development seminars, you know, transformational seminars? It's because what they're learning are different practices that connect them to, to themselves mm-hmm. so that they can be able to um, resonate to you know with other people, because it 's not about changing others Any, anybody knows that you know you can you can try your whole life to change what you know some something that someone else is doing, and um, it'll never work. but we do have the ability to change ourselves. How do we change ourselves through changing our neural pathways? How do we change our neural pathways? We change our neural pathways through repetition and finding different rituals and repeating those rituals. Over and over and over again, you know, a, a good ritual that we did at my Christmas table. I love what you said about you know <laughs> I wanted to do a ritual with everybody, and the minute I said that, the whole room went, "What?" Yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> um, I I had the same experience. I'm I invited all these friends over that I hadn't been hanging out with much, and um, but are old friends. But I've been traveling, as I said, for the last three years, pretty nonstop worldwide. But I was here in in my hometown, and um, so I invited about. Uh, I think I had about 13 people at the dinner table, and I said, "You guys, I want to start with a ritual." And actually, you could, you could, you know, sense some of the people are going, "Oh my God, here we go!" <gasps> you know, afraid of whatever I was going to say. And I said, "It's a simple one. All I, all I want us to do is." play the appreciation game. And they went, what? And I said, well, yeah. Mm -hmm. So here's how it's going to go. I'm going to appreciate someone at the table, and then when I'm done with that person, that person appreciates someone. And when everybody first came in, they were really disconnected. And even sitting at the table, because I asked everybody to, you know, they knew each other, but they knew some better than others. So I said, don't sit next to someone you know. So that kind of really messed up the room, you know, because, you know, we all want to feel safe and secure. And that was like I threw out their, you know, their baby blanket in that moment. (laughs) And anyway, I started on, you know, what I love and appreciate about you. And And there was this woman that I invited named Lillian, who's 93. And I just shared, you know, Lil, what I love and appreciate about you is you're so outrageous. You, you know, you walk your talk. You always, you know, um, are looking for, you know, what's good in your life. You know, you're always uplifting to other people. And you could just see on her face. I said, I love what you're, I love what what a great mom you are. Mm-hmm. You are such a great mom to your sons and daughters. And look at, they're all here around you. And, you know, she got these little tears in her eyes. And then and then I said, Lil, it's your turn. So she said, well, I'm going to pick my 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 um, grandson. And she started sharing with her grandson. The grandson got little tears in his eyes. And it went on and on and on. And by the time we were done, it probably took us about 15 minutes. That was the most – I still hear from it. That was the most connected, um, you know, Christmas meal I have ever had. That wow. room was a love-in. And, you know – these are rituals, you know, there are rituals that we can do in, in terms of, okay, whenever I'm aware that I'm thinking a negative thought, I'm just going to go cancel and change it and put my attention on, you know, something positive. That can be a ritual. You know, there's this thing that, you know, if you change, if you do this for I, what I, what is the latest research, I think it says 21 days, right? Yeah. You can change these habits that we have. And so making it a ritual of every time you're, you know, you become aware, oh, that's a negative thought, you know, that's not serving me, then you shift it with something that, um, you know, that's a positive ritual, you know, or, you know, wabi-sabi. I love, you know, we talked about wabi-sabi love in our yes. book. Wabi-sabi is the Japanese art of finding beauty in imperfection. And um, Arielle Ford, who wrote wrote the book Wabi-sabi, nice. said that, you know, she she, you know, started picking on her husband. There were things about him that was Bugging her, and then all of a sudden she realized, My God, you know, this is not serving me. Okay, so let me find the good in what he's up to, right?
1: Yes.
5: And, um, you know, it changed her whole relationship, of course, because what you put your attention on grows stronger in your life. And, you know, when you were talking about collective, con- when you said, You know, yes. God, did we create? You know, did we create this radio show? Did we create all of this good to yeah. happen? Yeah, you did. Collective consciousness is really powerful. <laughs> you know, one plus one equals 11. Yes,
2: and 11's my number.
3: 11's
2: my
5: number. <laughs> there you number. go.
2: There you go. Well, you know, Janet, my gosh, I could go on and on and on about this because they're just, I mean, there was a whole conversation I want to have on expansiveness. I hope you'll come back. This is such a great book. It is so absolutely important for people that want to say goodbye to all the things that don't serve them. And you guys have put this in such beautiful language and have made it really super easy. That's really what I love about the book because you know there are a lot of books that people can get their hands on that are so complicated that don't have that don't have examples of everyday people that have changed their lives and you you all have done a brilliant job. So Thank you for doing that. And I have one last question. What is your personal message? And please tell people how they can get a copy of the book and find out more about you.
5: Yeah, I would say um, my personal message is I want for you what you want for you. And I hope that becomes everyone else's (laughs) personal (laughs) message as well. In other words, you know, when we're really um, overflowing in our own hearts then naturally we're going to want to overflow and give to others. Mm -hmm. And when you live a life where you constantly say to yourself, I want for you what you want for you, and look to see how you can bring more meaning and purpose to others' lives, your life automatically becomes this rich experience. So thank you so much, Dr. Pat, because I, I definitely want for you what you want for you, because by your beautiful love for humanity, and the work that you do you know you can only do greater service to the world so in in whatever way that i can support you of course i'd love to um come on again and again and again because this is my passion and you know sharing with others how to live a a very rich um and passionate Mm -hmm. life thank you all for tuning us in turning
2: us on you know what we'll see you next time on the show
1: Call in for intuitive readings and visit jenroyster.com for more information.
0: Transforming the world, one listener at a time. Transformation Talk Radio, that's my line. Non-stop shows, 24 hours, 7 days. Positive Talk Radio is the new craze. Learn to live your life the best you can. All hosts of TTR will lend a hand. Transform, inspire, educate, create. Tune in now. Our shows are actually really great. Tell your friends, your brother, dad, and mom to tune in at TransformationTalkRadio.com.
4: Would you like to be a question with anything that comes up in your body or mind? Would you like to become totally aware and begin to function as the conscious being you truly are? Join Access Certified Facilitator Glenna Rice every month for a live teleclass where you can ask all of your questions and learn to create change in any aspect of your life. Visit GlennaRice.com today to learn more and don't miss the next call. Join the questionable conversation today at GlennaRice.com.
0: Step into more inner and outer leadership in all facets of your life. This means being the CEO of your own destiny. Imagine a life of what you say goes. Lynn Brown, the host of Winning at the Game of Life, is going to help you activate the power in being present, owning your space, and harnessing all of your energy during her full day workshop. Own your leadership, own your life. Get ready to own your body, your relationships, your work, and your life. Lynn and co-facilitator Wendy Wolf have teamed up for a body and spirit experience that will transform you forever. Every person will receive two 20-minute sessions of body or aura work, amazing content, and a full one-hour healing session with Lynn or Wendy. Lunch is included. Space is limited. Sign up early and get an additional 20-minute session included. To register or for more information, contact Lynn at ruintuit.com or call 844 be Intuit. Workshop is January 31st, 930 a.m. to 430 p.m. in downtown Bellevue.
4: Put a little woohoo in your life with Keys. Keys Clear Protein Waters have 22 grams of smile-making, attitude-adjusting protein in every bottle. Did I mention its tongue-tingling taste? not just another guilty pleasure with keys you'll enjoy every low sugar sip and freedom from gluten lactose and gmos who needs the fountain of youth when you can find keys on amazon or at keys k e e s please.com put a little woohoo in your attitude with keys protein water
0: Transformation Talk Radio's amazing hosts Span from the Pacific to the Atlantic Coast With a world full of loyal fans What's stopping you from joining our clan? Bring your powerful message to listening ears We've been helping people do this for many years Want to make a difference? We can help you out
5: Just give us at
0: Transformation Talk Radio a shout It's easy to get started with an email so small To host at TransformationTalkRadio.com And then we'll give you
4: a call Would you like to be a question with anything that comes up in your body or mind? Would you like to become totally aware and begin to function as the conscious being you truly are? Join Access Certified Facilitator Glenna Rice every month for a live teleclass where you can ask all of your questions and learn to create change in any aspect of your life. Visit GlennaRice.com today to learn more and don't miss the next call. Join the questionable conversation today at GlennaRice.com.
0: Step into more inner and outer leadership in all facets of your life. This means being the CEO of your own destiny. Imagine a life of what you say goes. Lynn Brown, the host of Winning at the Game of Life, is going to help you activate the power in being present, owning your space, and harnessing all of your energy during her full day workshop. Own your leadership, own your life. Get ready to own your body, your relationships, your work, and your life. Lynn and co-facilitator Wendy Wolf have teamed up for a body and spirit experience that will transform you forever. Every person will receive two 20-minute sessions of body or aura work, amazing content, and a full one-hour healing session with Lynn or Wendy. Lunch is included. Space is limited. Sign up early and get an additional 20-minute session included. To register or for more information, contact Lynn at ruintuit.com or call 844-B-Intuit. Workshop is January 31st, 9:30 a.m. to 4:30 p.m. in downtown Bellevue.